Keep your kids busy this summer with Little Passports, the award-winning subscription for kids. Spawned listeners can save 40% on their first month today with promo code SPAWN, S-P-A-W-N. Learn more at www.littlepassports.com slash spawn. Hello and welcome to Spawned, a common sense take on parenting and parenting culture. Only funnier, we hope. I'm Kristen Chase. I'm Liz Gumbiner. And we're the co-founders of CoolMomPicks.com. And on this episode, we will talk about first parents trying to keep up with pop culture, otherwise known as Kristen's lack of pop culture literacy. Hey, now. And then we'll move on to the shaming of parents on smartphones. It's like the new formula feeding debate. And finally, we'll close out our show with each of our cool picks of the week. But first, if you have any suggestions for topics that you want to hear us talk about or questions that you want answered, you know, anonymous questions. For a friend. You can reach us at spawned at coolmompicks.com or tweet us at coolmompicks or visit our Facebook page. Okay, should we get to the first topic? I think so. I'm always happy to talk about how lame I am, Liz. You're not lame. You're just like a lot of parents where we don't get a lot of chance to go to the movies or watch TVs when we have children. Children, babies. So the story goes like this. We launched a new website last month called Cool Mom Eats. Yay. It was kind of like having a baby, but like way nicer. No no mesh panties involved. And uh, Liz did our Twitter bio and she wrote, we drink your milkshake. And then what? It was just sitting there. And I was looking over at it and I was like, why, A, are we very angry about milkshakes? You sent me a text. (laughs) And so I said, what are you talking about? It's like, I drink your milkshake. It's like that great line from There Will Be Blood. Well, and then I said, oh, like from what year was that movie? Was it like 1979 or like, <laughs> like 82? Because yes. I was like, Liz, you know, I did live in South Africa yeah, during Paul the Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson had a very <laughs> tough competition in the Oscars that year against the Deer Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> so it just started this conversation. And I think it's pretty pervasive when it comes to parents because I know like I – Seriously, I don't even remember the last grown-up movie that I saw in a theater. Well, I think that's really common with a lot of parents, but I think you're you have more pop culture literacy than you think. I think it's you're just so a lot nice. of it is rated G. So wait, here's what I want to do. I'm going to ask you a oh, few movie no. quotes. Yes, you don't know I'm doing this. And I want to know if you can figure out where they come from, okay? Okay. So, we're going to start with an easy one. Okay. To infinity and beyond. Toy Story. There you go. That's a big thing right there. Okay. Second one. Fish are friends, not food. Um, th- is that... Uh, um, okay, wait. That is the movie... I feel I just do you know that I just it's animated and has a fish in it I know but I just watched still Alice that whole movie about early onset Alzheimer's you are out of time it was finding Nemo I was gonna say the one with Ellen DeGeneres is the voice okay here's an easy one okay I am Groot uh I just saw that it's um the superheroes Guardians of the Galaxy yes them okay not bad okay now I'm gonna give you like a slightly (laughs) retro one you can do it just Nobody... remember, wait, I was born in 1976. Not a problem. Just so you know. We're not going to, like, you know, five easy pieces. Okay. Okay. Don't know what that Nobody is. Nobody puts <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Two slices of bread. We'll deal with that later. Okay. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Um, I don't know. 
I mean, I've heard it. Let me. Can I just you say have shamed to our audience? Dirty Dancing fans everywhere. Oh, that's from Dirty Dancing. Yes, I just remember Hot Patrick Swayze. How I don't remember anything anybody. Okay, said. let me give you one really, really, really easy one. Okay, make me feel better because right now I'm feeling like I don't have very much pop culture knowledge. I drink your milkshake. That is from our Cool Mom Eats Twitter bio. <laughs> and the name of the movie is? There Will Be Blood. There you go. So I'm convinced it's like my new plan in life. Like my total goal is to get you watching all these awesome movies that you haven't I seen. I know. You're so in tune with all that. And I think for so many parents as well, you know, you just don't have time. You are extremely tired. And it's a bummer because I know I have to say, like, Liz, you're so up on pop culture. But me... Like way back when I was actually pretty up on it and it's a way for us to connect. And so I do feel out of the loop when I go on Facebook and people are telling me all their Game of Thrones updates <gasps> and I'm like, what? Zombie children. Yeah. You're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you you had one thing because you just started rock, watching 30 Rock, right? And yeah. So- and so uh, it was the same thing. When I had kids, I was really out of the loop on pop culture. And I went back to work at an ad agency and they're all talking about Mad Men, first of all. And I was like, oh, yeah, the guy in the suit. Like, <laughs> I really oh, I hadn't I watched, watched one episode of Mad Men. It's excellent. Watch it. <laughs> totally watch it. But um, yeah, I started watching 30 Rock, like binge watching it on Netflix. And now there are all these references. And I'm like, ah, that's where that comes from. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel just a it's little like more It's like the clouds alert. have parted. Exactly. <laughs> you are my person, Kristen. All right. Well, I'm going to try hard to catch up on everything. And, hey, hopefully there are people out there that are like me that don't keep up with movies. We want to hear from you. I want to know. Kristen wants to know, what's the last grown-up movie that you saw in a theater? And Guardians of the Galaxy does not count. Oh, man. So you can tell us. You can tweet us at Cool Mom Picks. Check us out on Facebook. And you can drop us an email. We love email. Spawned at CoolMomPicks.com. All right. So what's next? So a huge study came out last month about parents using the smartphone at the playground. Oh, here we go. And the internet kind of, you know, blew up because... Of course. Shaming parents in the media is awesome just for fun, but great for page views and excellent for outrage. I feel like everyone's getting outraged about everything anyway all the time on the internet. I think I saw a funny saying on Twitter that someone said, just go go Google something, your next thing to get riled up about today. It was so true. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. So it seems like this careless parent story is back like every week. You know, for us, it's like parents neglecting their children because they're blogging or, you know, parents hate their kids because they don't breastfeed. You know, there's always something. Anyway, now the big topic of 2015 is parents using smartphones at the playground. And so there was a study that came out in Forbes. And interestingly, the headline was parents using smartphones at playgrounds can police children at risk of for course, injury. Of course. And you know what the study said? It wasn't even the number one cause for injury. <laughs> Clickbait. The, the number one cause was parents talking to other parents, cell phone free. Wait, wait people actually still do that? Yes, we have amazing. conversations, like looking eye to eye. I love that because, first of all, you see all these articles and we know they just want people to click through because as parents, you're concerned. You don't want your children to be at risk of injury at the playground. Didn't you tell me that 
there were other things too that I mean it was pretty much equally divided yeah. between parents talking yeah. to other parents and then what was the other one? There are things like reading a newspaper or I don't know filing your nails, counting clouds, whatever you do when you're not paying attention to your children every moment. But I will say, you know, there is a good point, which is that there's a lot of distracted parenting, whatever that may be. And I think whether it's a cell phone or not, you know, if your kids are little, it's a good idea to keep an eye on them, right? And actually the study was done with I think kids under two, like 18 months to three years, something like that, or 18 months to five well, years. Well, yeah, uh, hopefully. So I mean, I was, different. when my kids were on the playground at that age, I was like a shadow. Yeah. I felt like I was following them around everywhere, and then I would dread when they would climb up into the, like, the dark recesses of this weird tunnel. I was super helicoptery. Like, I, I remember going to the playground once, another blogger, Doug French, from Laid Off Dad, we took our kids to the playground together, and he had boys, and they were a little older, and they were just like running around, pummeling each other with sticks and rocks, <laughs> and like throwing sand. And meanwhile, I'm like hovering over my kids, and it made me think, like, ah, oh, maybe I can step back a little, and like, you know, they'll be okay. So I, I understand like that need, but it seems like it's the parents of like twelve month old babies who are always like, how dare you look at your cell phone? And I think my kids are eight and ten, like they're, they're okay, fine. they're fine. They can, and your kids are city kids. I mean, my kids, I'd be a little more concerned about in terms of like walking down the street but you know your kids walk to school I mean they, they have a lot of independence well you know what I think part of the issue is no one talks about this the other huge issue and we should get to this on another podcast is this idea of people like calling 911 on parents for letting their kids walk to school alone right I know because apparently that's super it's like, dangerous I need to be superhero man who called 911 and saved children from eminent danger from walking one block to the bodega yes because they <laughs> might trip on a rock and their shoe might get scraped no, up no not that <laughs> so I think I think, honestly, that parents are probably nervous to even let their kids go to the playground by themselves. So it forces parents to have to do some work sometimes or check in at the office. And, you know, for me and probably for you, I mean, we're working parents and we work from home mostly. I need my phone with me. And sometimes if I take my kids to the playground during the day... I need to be able to check in and see what's going on, so I have to have my phone with me. So it's not necessarily that I'm just, like, flipping through and looking at what everyone had for breakfast on Instagram, mm-hmm. although there may be some of that, I do admit. But most of the time, <laughs> I'm trying to answer— fascinating topic. Yes. I'm trying to answer emails, and I'm doing a little work, and my kids are older as well. So I can't say the right. same thing if my kid was, like, 18 months. But I do think that— for some of us, if it weren't for the smartphone, we probably wouldn't be able to get our kids outside at all. So if it's like a choice between kids stay in while I get work done, because then nobody's going to judge me for being on my phone. Right. Or let's go to the playground. You guys can get some fresh air, run around, see your friends. And I'm going to have to wait for that one big email that I'm waiting for. Then I don't know. I, I think it's a pretty easy choice. Well, I think so, too. And guess what? If your kids were at home, they'd probably be on their smartphones, too. And you'd have <laughs> other people yelling at you about that, which is what we <laughs> talked about last time with screen time. So I feel so often as parents, you just can't win. Well, I think there's been some really good response articles. I have loved the response. There's been to this. some over the years. There was one by Jennifer Hicks that she wrote on Real Life Parenting Blog that's been reposted every time Huffington Post like needs some more traffic. <laughs> called Dear Mom on the iPhone, you're doing fine. And it's really nice. It's just like kind of what we're talking about, a really nice defense that says things like you're not watching maybe because you just spent every waking hour before arriving at the park watching everything your child did, every little thing. You watched as he ate his breakfast and drove his waffles around the plate. You watched as he held the fork upside down and stabbed at bites with a handle and said, Mommy, watch me do this. And the point is that, you know, you can't look at just a moment in time of a parent on their cell phone and be like, 
bad parent. Sure, of course. I mean, that's and that one went super viral. Yeah. And then, you know, Daddy Files kills me. Oh, Aaron, I know. He wrote a really funny post called Parents at Playgrounds on Phones are the worst people ever. And it's just really <laughs> funny, sarcastic post. Same thing, like, and you thought ISIS was bad news. Like, oh, That's so great. <laughs> yeah. Well, and look, if you're looking for all the articles and pieces that we're discussing, we do have a Spawned podcast page over on coolmompics.com, mm-hmm. and we'll put all of these so you can find them and get angry or have a get good outraged. laugh. Get outraged. You good don't laugh have to Google us. for your next outrage. You can find it right on our well, page. Okay, so I think we do have to talk about the fact that there are some parents with smartphones that are super careless. There are. And it's really annoying. They're always on their phone. I know we're talking about specifically at the playground. Mm-hmm. And I look and they're, you know, piddling away whatever they're doing that's very important and yeah, of course, yeah. you know I do very important things but other people don't <laughs> but then like do their kids are like doing whatever to my kids and I get really frustrated and I think there is currently a problem with people maybe just parents I don't think so I think it's probably most people that are mm-hmm. always on their smartphones and I think yeah. it's a problem well I think that's where the that study is legitimate like if you're completely tuned out and you're not paying attention to your kids you know that's that was frustrating to me as a parent when like some little bully kid was pounding on my 18 month old and you looked over and the parent or I have to say often the nannies sometimes are and that bothers me a little bit more even because they're being paid to like not be on their cell phones at the that's time. That's true. That's true. And I look that's over and, and whoever was the caregiver was completely oblivious. And I think, you know, especially when your kids are a certain age, you need to pay attention to your kids. So, yeah, I absolutely. Get it. But, you know, so you remember I did that whole experiment on coolmomtech.com where I put my phone down mm-hmm. around my kids. You know, so during work hours, my phone was free to be called and texted right. but in the morning. And then from about four to eight o'clock, I didn't pick it up. And I think actually that's the really important thing, because I remember some guy on BuzzFeed was like, oh, what are you saying? So you put down your phone and suddenly your quality of life got better. Are what a shocker. That someone mansplained me in the he comments on you. BuzzFeed. But what I really liked about that post is that you were saying that, you know, as a busy work at home parent that runs a business that's very online based and time consuming that you made an effort to tell your coworkers and employees between four and eight, I'm not looking at texts. I'm not looking at emails. Please respect these boundaries. I'll get back to you unless it's an emergency. Call if it's an emergency. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't necessarily turn off my phone because what's, you know, like so many people, I use my phone for other things. Yes. It's my music player. It's my camera. So I can't necessarily just turn it off and throw it in a drawer. But right. I did tell my colleagues and my close friends, hey, if you really need to get a hold of me, do that thing that phones used to do only and make a phone call. And my phone I think will that's ring great. and then I will pick it up and we can talk. And I will say not every parent has the flexibility that we that's have. Really I mean, true. if you work in an office, if you have like a demanding job at where you, you know, go out of the home to work, you don't always have that ability. But I think it's important for employers to start respecting that space too because we're really in this kind of 24-7 on all the time yes, world, that's such right? a good point. And so we're expected to be available all the time. Like, I'll get emails from, you know, a freelance job at 11 at night, and I think, I'm not emailing you right now. Or we get pitches, like, on, you I know, know, Christmas like, Day. Well, what poor person? I mean, meanwhile, I am I run a business, so I guess I kind of have a, an excuse to be in my email inbox at 11 o'clock, but what poor person is, is somehow sending out pitches for products so late? And it's not, it's like even past, like, 
Pacific time. I agree. So I think we have like this bigger cultural problem, which is that people feel if they don't respond right away, that they're going to somehow be docked for that. Well, I have to say, when doing that experiment, it really, really freed me up. I mean, I felt very you liberated. You had way more time to binge watch Ryan Reynolds <laughs> movies on Netflix. Okay. That's like four. <laughs> I even admit that, that there's only like maybe four total. I'm sorry, Ryan. Um, no, you know what? I just had more time to be with my kids and I mm-hmm. had more time to get stuff done. So it wasn't like this magnanimous change that occurred. And, okay. You know, so wait, just tell me happened. honestly, though, when you had more time to be with your kids, were you using screens at all? Like, no, were you guys I playing actually games? wasn't. We were playing together. I played chess. Mm-hmm. I got beaten really badly at chess by my son. Listen to over you, and fancy over. pants. I, like, I turned lunches. off my cell phone and played chess. I know, except <laughs> I got killed. So I'm like, I turned off my cell phone and played Minecraft with the kids <laughs> on Xbox. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you're interacting with your kids. But I think, I do think this study, if we mm-hmm. can step back and not be super offended and, you know, like, A, let's roll our eyes, and B, maybe we can learn something from it. Maybe oh, we can I say, agree. like, we use our phones too much. What can you do? And some of the things that I noticed, you know, I told people, like, take some apps off your phone. Yeah. You know, just take Facebook off your phone for a little while and only use it on the I don't on the get notifications platform. at all. The That's only notifications great. I get certain important emails from certain people like you, and I'll get a notification for that. Otherwise, I have zero social media notifications. And you know what? Isn't it glorious? I am still alive. (laughs) Wait, Liz, you're still here. You can still function. Everything's okay with your life because you turned off your social media notifications. A lot of people don't know that you can do that Mm -hmm. so easily. Yeah, it's true. And we always have tips at coolmomtech.com for things like that that can help make parents' lives easier. Yeah. Well, can we just say, just backtrack a little bit because I know, you know, there's this whole thing about putting down your phone, Uh but... It really bugs me when, you know, especially parents are called out on it. And I get it. Like, there's a kid. But, you know, talk about that that whole Tumblr. Like, there's so much invested Uh, about shaming parents. I have a little to say about that. So there's a Tumblr that started a while ago. It's actually not even kept up. But it's called Parents on Phones. You know why it's not kept up is because he's too busy on his phone. (laughs) Oh, that was a bad joke. Well, here's what's interesting. (laughs) I turns out I know the man who started it. What? Our kids went to nursery school together. And I didn't know that at the time. And so he and I were having like a social coffee and he said, you know, maybe you've seen my Tumblr, parents on phones. And like I could feel my eyes narrowing and my mouth pursed and I was like, I hate that site. <laughs> it just came out. And he said, Why? I said, You're shaming parents. And I'll read you the about. Oh, I want to hear this. I can't wait. It says, shining a light on the culture of mobile phones and parental neglect. (laughs) Oh, oh my God. Really? We're shining a light? Like, first of all, do we really need a light shown? Shown? Shined? Is it shined? I don't know. I'm terrible with pastas. We drink milkshakes. (laughs) (laughs) I drink your milkshake. So anyway, I said to him, you know, here's what bothers me. You know, once I calmed down and could talk to him rationally, I said... You're looking at a snapshot, like a single moment in time and creating an entire judgment about that person, that they are a neglectful parent based on that moment. I said, you have no idea if that's like a single mom who's been waiting for like the job offer to come in. You don't know if she's waiting to hear from her sitter about her baby who's been sick all day. That's really true. Like you just have no idea. And so the idea of, you know, publicly posting these people's faces and saying neglectful parent, it really bugs me. And I said to him, you know, why don't 
wouldn't you blur out their faces? Yeah, that's actually a really good And he said he idea. hadn't thought about that. And so oh, I, when I clicked back to the site, I was hoping he would have done that, but it didn't. Now, I will say in fairness to him, he actually put up a photo of himself on his phone with his son playing separately next to him that his wife took. Oh, So well. he called himself out. So I kind of appreciate that humor. So Gary, way to go. Well, okay. I guess we'll, we can give him a, like a tiny little round of applause for that. But I mean, it, you know. If parental you least... neglect, Kristen. Yes, parental neglect. But like our parents, I mean, maybe not mine, but some parents like read the newspaper or did crossword puzzles, read books. I mean, they were mm-hmm. they were neglectful in their own way. Oh, yeah. You know, how many times did my mom lose my brother? I don't know. You tell me how many times was that due to crossword puzzles or I some other? I don't know what she was doing. Aliens? No, maybe? I don't know if she really lost my brother, but I'm just saying. You know, it's like people. We this is just the 21st century now. Like it's it's these are not these are not new parenting problems. I think yeah. it's a new gadget. It's something that is the issue. But also, you know, now everyone is in everyone else's business too, right? It's you're like in my can, business. You're well, in we put our business. business out there on we social do. media. So in fairness, we're, we're inviting people in, right? Yeah, it's But true. I would say it really goes back to this bigger cultural always on kind of society and this expectation that you respond immediately. So I think there's kind of this greater issue that maybe we need to try to address in society. And then maybe that will make it easier for parents to not be on their phones all the time. Oh. And maybe if they know they have to be on their phone sometime, they can just try to create some rules like you did where there are hours that it's definitely off and you're completely committed to your kids. I love the optimism. I was just going to say, you know what? I believe in you, parents. (laughs) You can do this without judgment or shame or mockery. All right. So we want to know what you think about parents on smartphones at the playground. Do you use one? Do you bring your gigantic tablet and take photos of your children with it, of which we might judge you? Can you look at the parents on phones Tumblr without getting your blood pressure up to 300 like I do? Do you think parents on phones should be publicly flogged and forcibly sterilized? Tell yes. Us. <laughs> you can tweet us at Cool Mom Picks, visit our Facebook page, or email us spawned at coolmompicks.com. And don't forget all the articles, all the posts, Everything that we've talked about, you can find on a special Spawned page on CoolMomPicks.com. Coming up next, we've got Kristen and my Cool Picks of the Week. But first, a word from our awesome sponsor. So if you, like many parents, are concerned about how to keep your kids busy this summer, you have to check out Little Passports, which is a fantastic award-winning subscription for kids that we've even featured on our site. I know. And you know what? This year, my kindergartner used it in her entire classroom. They made passports. That's they so visited great. countries. It was really awesome. It's really cool. My kids also used to have a subscription, and they loved it. So basically, your kids get a monthly package in the mail every love. month. And each one highlights this new place around the world, like Kenya or Spain. And so it's like a virtual pen pal where they follow the journey of these kids on a wall-sized world map, and they get letters and souvenirs and stickers and activities. It's pretty awesome. It's educational. It's great for kids who you're looking for a gift that they definitely do not have. And kids love to get mail. It's true. And you'll probably get roped into a trip to Spain afterwards, which isn't so bad. Spawned listeners can save 40% on their first month today with promo code SPAWN. That's S-P-A-W-N. You can learn more at www.littlepassports.com slash Spawn. That's a great deal. Definitely check it out. And we're back. This is Spawned with Kristen and Liz from That's Cool me. Mom Picks. And we're going to share our cool picks of the week. Yes, I love doing this every week because it can be anything at all that we just think is cool. 
I know. So who's starting, you or me? Can I go first? Yes, please. All right. So we launched coolmomeats.com last month. If we had sound effects, I would be queuing like the big applause like (laughs) Howard Stern has. We don't have that budget yet. We don't, but that was good. The little clapping hands were very good. So Cool Mom Eats is basically for anyone who eats food, I think. You don't have to be a mom. I eat food. I eat food. You eat food. You don't have to be a parent. Laura, our producer, you eat food. She eats food. (laughs) She's nodding. So you should go to Cool Mom Eats, not to be confused with Cool Mo Mo Meats. Meats. Although I like more meat, so I think <laughs> I think it goes both ways there. So our fabulous food editor, Stacy Billis. She's the best. She's from One Hungry Mama, which is an amazing food blog. She did this post on easy sheet pan meals. So first of all, can we just say that I thought they were just called cookie pans? I thought they were just called cookie pans. I thought they were just those things that stack up in my (laughs) oven, collecting (laughs) dust until I use them once a year for Thanksgiving. Yeah, those. I think the name's shorter. Sheet pan is shorter than that. So a little more marketable. So she did this awesome post. We'll link it on our Spawn page on coolmompics.com. And it's just one sheet pan recipe. So you do every single thing on the yeah, sheet pan. So basically, if you hate cleaning up, this is a really good excuse to cook without too much cleanup, right? Yeah, and it's, you know, the recipes are easy, but and then you can you can actually even just put some tin foil down mm-hmm. and then when you're done, then you don't even actually have to wash the pan. Is That's, that bad? Am like I even to wash easier the than pan? ordering takeout sushi in Brooklyn. <laughs> I like it. All right, Liz, tell me about yours. What's All right, your I'm pick going of the in week? a totally different place. All right, this is hearkening back to this idea of moms being behind on pop culture. So apparently, like five years ago, what? this awesome band launched on YouTube called Pomplamoose. And I just discovered them, and they're like my new favorite thing ever. And it's this <laughs> real life couple, Jack Conte and Natalie Dawn, and they just beautifully cover all kinds of songs. So they did like Wake Me Up Before You Go Go. Which is fantastic. What, wait, and it, I've it, never important heard of that song. in my children's musical. Wait, what is that? Who who sang that? <laughs> Wake me up. That would be Wham, <laughs> formerly known I, as George Michael. Okay, band. I was going to say George Michael. I didn't even know. There it was you go. Wham. See? Okay, I'm close. And they did September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. And then they've got some more modern stuff that my kids like, like all about that bass, which I'm still trying to convince them is actually about musical instruments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck. Nice try. Um, and it's so awesome to me. Pomplamoose, and it's M O O S E. And pomplamoose is the French word for grapefruit, so it's a kind of erudite pun there. Which is totally you as well. And I have to say, I don't want to interrupt you, but sure. yeah, and to brag. Please brag. But I've heard of them. Ah, see? I heard there of them before. Well, I I'm just vindicated. learned about them. And I love them. <laughs> My kids love them. And you know what? There's something really awesome about... To me, they represent everything of what the internet is becoming and even what music is becoming, that it's homegrown, there's no auto-tune, they don't lip-sync, everything is like what you see is what you get, they're a real band, and they probably never would have been discovered, signed, anything at all. They're just using YouTube to make their own way. I love that. And they've got like millions of views, and they're just super cool. And so I think it's just great also to watch with your kids if you need something fun to do. I love that you are doing what all the kids these days are doing, which is watching music videos and listening to music on YouTube. Me and the kids, you know, (laughs) you can hardly tell us apart. You and the kids. All right. Well, let us know what you think about our picks. And hey, if you have awesome picks that are super life changing. Yes. We could use a little bit. We love hearing from our listeners and our readers. And sometimes our best picks on Cool Mom Picks actually come from you guys. Yeah. You can tweet us at Cool Mom Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Visit our Facebook page. We're also on Instagram. 
Just because. Google Plus. Google Plus. Or drop us an email, spawned at coolmompics.com. Hey, we made it! Yay! We made it through another episode of Spawn with Kristen and Liz. Thank you for joining us. Our producer is Henry Malofsky. Thanks also to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers of Panoply. They are so rad. We love them. Are people saying that? Hey, let us know what you think of the show. You can find us on Twitter at Cool Mom Picks. That's P-I-C-K-S. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Google Plus. Sorry, we're not on Snapchat. No Friendster. No, and probably no one uses And of course, anymore. email, which we still use. It's spawned at coolmompicks.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you like the show, please tell a friend. And you can subscribe to us in iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And uh, if you would be so wonderful as to leave us a rating or a comment, preferably, you know, five star, but, you know, I'm not pushing you, then that helps other people discover our show, too. And Liz will come over and make you a one-sheet pan meal for you and your five family members. I will do that, (laughs) and you might not like it. But leave us a five-star rating anyway. Well, I'm Kristen. And I'm Liz. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.